Hey everybody, Nick Espinoza, your chief security fanatic here, and today we are talking about Twitter because Twitter is apparently a national security threat among other other serious issues, and I'm sure this is either going to get me shadow banned, banned, or I'm not going to get that blue check mark at some point thanks to this video due to Twitter's whatever. Now, here's what's going on. This is actually coming from the C from CNN and also the Washington Post. Twitter has major security problems that pose a threat to its own users' personal information, to its company's shareholders, to national security here in the U.S., and to democracy, according to basically a whistleblower that disclosed uh, all of this. And this information was obtained by CNN and the Washington Post. Now, this disclosure, which was sent last month to Congress and federal agencies, basically paints a picture of a chaotic and reckless environment at basically Twitter that allows too many of its staff to access its platform's central controls and their most sensitive information without any real adequate oversight. Now, a whistleblower also alleges that some of the company's senior most executives have been trying to cover up Twitter's serious vulnerabilities and that one or more current employees may actually be working for foreign intelligence services. Outside of this, we've uh, basically seen uh, episodes of that or been seen reporting on that of basically somebody working or in relation to Saudi foreign intelligence uh, working at Twitter. And so that is uh, not new news, but a lot of this is, as uh, you know, uh, pre not previously reported. Now, the whistleblower who was actually agree who agreed to go uh, public with this and identify himself is known as Peter uh, Zatko. His nickname is Mudge, uh, who was previously the company's head of security, reporting directly to the CEO. Now, Mr. Zatko further alleges that Twitter's leadership had misled its own board and government regulators about its security vulnerabilities, including some that could allegedly open the door to foreign spying or manipulation, hacking, and disinformation campaigns. On top of that, Mr. Zatko also alleges that Twitter does not reliably delete users' data after they cancel their accounts, in some cases because the company has lost track of the information and that if it basically and that it has, I should say, misled regulators about whether it deletes the data as it's required to do. If you recall, GDPR, uh, European Union law, states that if I'm an EU citizen and I go to Twitter and say, you are have to erase my data, they are required to do so. Mr. Zatko is saying they're not. Now, on top of this, the whistleblower, Mr. Zatko, also says that Twitter executives don't have the resources to fully understand the true number of bots on the platform, and we're not really motivated to figure that out. Now, if you recall, Bots have recently become a central issue in Elon Musk's attempts to back out of his $44 billion deal to buy Twitter. Um, and then obviously Twitter is denying uh, uh, Elon Musk's claims of more bot traffic than they knew. Uh, Zadko was also fired by Twitter in January for what the company claims was poor performance. However, according to Zadko, his public whistleblowing comes after he attempted to flag the security lapses to Twitter's board and to help Twitter fix years of technical shortcomings and alleged non-compliance with an earlier privacy agreement with the FTC or Federal Trade Commission. What Mr. Zadko says he found was a company with extraordinarily poor security practices, including given thousand giving I should say thousands of uh, company employees basically half of their workforce access to some of the most critical internal controls of platform meaning half the company could go in and basically look at the sensitive and uh, serious critical controls that run the uh, the excuse me the Twitter platform I'm always talking about uh, Facebook like this but now we're talking about Twitter now 
his disclosures also describe his overall findings as, quote, egregious defici deficiencies, negligence, willful ignorance, and threats to national security and democracy, end quote. So, for example, after the January 6th riot, Mudge uh, was concerned about the possibility that someone within Twitter who sympathized with the insurrectionists could try to manipulate the company's platforms, according to his disclosure. He sought to clamp down on internal access that allows Twitter engineers to make changes to the platform known as the production environment. But... The disclosure says, according to him, that he soon learned, quote, it was impossible to protect the production environment. All engineers had access. There was no logging of who went into the environment or what they did. Nobody knew where data lived or whether it was critical, and all engineers had some form of critical access to the production environment. And just, end quote. And just coming from the cybersecurity standpoint, that is, if that's true... That is absolutely abhorrent. And the reason being is we have to have logging. And this is the example I always use when I'm running an assessment, let's say on a corporation. You have a shipping department. You have, let's say, 10 computers in your shipping department and 50 employees all logging into each computer as just shipping. When somebody gets a ransomware attack, who are you going to blame? You've got 50 people pointing the finger at each other and they're all logging in as the same user. These are things that, that essentially should never happen. And when you're talking about a platform as huge as Twitter... That is utterly, utterly just unacceptable. We're talking about hundreds of millions of users. Again, if the whistleblower is correct. Now, to continue, Twitter also lacked the ability to hold workers accountable for information security lapses because it had little control or visibility into employees' individual work computers. Again, according to Mr. Zatko, citing internal security reports estimating that 4 in 10 devices do not meet basic security standards. Again, a terrifying prospect coming from a cybersecurity nerd here. Now, some of Zatko's most damning claims basically spring from his apparently tense relationship with Parag Agrawal, and I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly, he is Twitter's uh, former chief technology officer, who was then made CEO after founder Jack Dorsey stepped down last November. According to this disclosure, Mr. Agrawal and his lieutenants repeatedly discouraged Zatko from providing a full accounting of Twitter security problems to the company's board of directors. The company's executive team allegedly instructed Zatko to provide an oral report of his internal uh, findings on the company's security condition to the board rather than a detailed written account and also ordered Zatko to knowingly present cherry-picked and misrepresented data to create the false perception of progress on urgent cybersecurity issues and then went behind Zatko's back to have a third-party consulting firm's report scrubbed to hide the true extent of the company's problems. <clears throat> I have been that third-party Meaning we come in, we do a full cybersecurity assessment based off of a control framework, let's say NIST 800, you know, whatever it is, we deliver those report. And essentially the whole point of hiring a third party, you know, somebody like, you know, my outfit or myself, something along those lines is to basically pull off the band-aids. You can't say you haven't been told by the time we're done with you, but if you go through and you say, oh, well, we're going to strike that, strike that, remove that, and only put the 10% of the report that's good in front of the board of directors... You're essentially lying to the people that are supposed to be overseeing the entire corporation. Not a cool thing. Now, Mr. Zatko is being represented by whistleblower aid. This is the same group that represented Francis Haugen, the Facebook whistleblower. And after CNN and the Washington Post articles were initially published, Alex Spiro, he's an attorney for Elon Musk, told CNN, and I quote, We have already issued a subpoena for Mr. Zatko, and we found his exit and that of other key employees curious in light of what we are finding. Meaning, Elon Musk 
Musk may be doing the due diligence and bringing this to light in a way that will really bolster Mr. Zatko's claims. Now, in a statement, a Twitter spokesperson told CNN that the security and privacy are both longtime priorities for the company. Twitter has also said the company provides clear tools for users to control privacy, ad targeting, and data sharing, and added that it has created internal workflows to ensure users know uh, that when they cancel their accounts, Twitter will deactivate their accounts and start the deletion process. Twitter declined to say whether it typically completes that process, though, and that is obviously interesting because what Zatko is talking about are the internal controls, not the controls that you or I have uh, as we are using the Twitter platform. And I quote, a Twitter spokesperson. Mr. Zatko was fired from his senior executive role at Twitter in January 2022 for ineffective leadership and poor performance. What we've seen so far is a false narrative about Twitter and our privacy and data security practices that is riddled with inconsistencies and inaccuracies and lacks important context. Mr. Zatko's allegations and opportunistic timing appear designed to capture intention and inflict harm on Twitter, its customers, and its shareholders. Security and privacy have long been company-wide priorities at Twitter and will continue to be. End quote. Now, overall, this disclosure, which totals around 200 pages or so, including supporting exhibits, was sent last month to a number of U.S. government agencies and congressional committees, including the Securities and Exchange Commission, the Federal Trade Commission, as well as the Department of Justice. The existence and details of the disclosure have not previously been reported. Now, CNN uh, obtained a copy of that disclosure from a senior Democratic aide on Capitol Hill. The SEC, DOJ, and FTC did declare declined to comment, the Senate Intelligence Committee, which received a copy of the report, is taking the disclosure seriously and is setting a meeting to discuss the allegations, according to the committee spokesperson, Rachel Cohen. And there you go. So you have both sides of the argument. You've got the allegations that are made by Pieter Zatko. You've got Twitter's response. But essentially, when we are looking at uh, holistically what we've seen in Twitter in the last few years or so, it looks like they are lacking internal controls. I will remind you of essentially... Um, the data breach that took over things like Bill Gates's account, I believe it was even Elon Musk's account, uh, and some others, and basically allowed an attacker to go ahead and post whatever they wanted. That attacker, if I recall correctly, was actually um, got the internal controls basically in, in cahoots with an internal security engineer or an internal Twitter employee that had access to those things, which would be a better way for me to put that, and therefore could do things. But think about the national implications for security here, if that backend is that flexible, if half their users can do this. You know, we we saw a recent incident where, where essentially, um, if I recall correctly, when he was president, Donald Trump's account went basically dormant or was temporarily deleted. It was something along those lines. And it was basically an internal Twitter employee that did that. We also, uh, or rather not also saw, but imagine if one of those employees basically said, you know, when Donald Trump was president and using Twitter like every day, multiple times a day, said, hey, I've decided to write an executive order to nuke China or, you know, whatever it is. The implications for this are astounding, not to mention the fact that you've got internal uh, things like DMs or direct messages going through Twitter where, let's say, the president is DMing somebody else. And that's a huge thing. Now, obviously, it's a free platform, meaning you cannot expect privacy on Twitter, meaning your DMs are going to be read, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But the point is, is that if they are lacking those internal security controls, what should be a private message between, let's say, the president of the United States and another president or a senator or something like that, just off the cuff, you know, nothing necessarily classified, 
but it should be, be maintaining privacy. So I hope Twitter is right. Obviously, I hope they've got good internal security controls, but their past track record in the last few years simply doesn't show us that, and we're going to see what happens. If the SEC and the FTC start crawling through the infrastructure of uh, of Twitter, Mr. Zacco could be exonerated, or he could be verified, or Elon Musk's lawsuit might you know, basically verify these claims for us as well. We're going to see, but either way, understand the implications of what that is, and also understand the implications of the lack of privacy and security control as big tech has grown. That's the other and final point I want to make. When you are looking at these small startups that started in the mid 2000s, Facebook and Twitter, you know, all like LinkedIn even probably as well, when they're growing rapidly, it's very hard to maintain consistency and what is known as process maturity internally, meaning, oh my God, we're growing so huge. We've got to hire 100 employees yesterday and you're bringing on board people rapidly and you don't have good onboarding processes and you're not putting in good security controls through that because you're just doing it on the fly as fast as you can to try and keep up with the exploding demand of 10,000 users and a million users and 10 million users and 100 million users, it absolutely makes sense that things would bleed out, that it would be very hard to contain that and strategize that unless you had a good foundational corporate structure and security structure right out of the gate. And we are seeing what happens with the massive data mining on Facebook, with these potential hacks that we've seen on Twitter publicly that have been reported, and now this whistleblower, that is a huge problem. And so I don't think that Twitter is alone in this. I think big tech overall, as it's rapidly exploded, probably has those issues. The only one that I could think of that probably doesn't is Amazon, but that's only because they spun up the infrastructure providing, uh, basically funded by the initial, like, we're just going to sell books and tchotchkes and stuff. And so they already had internal corporate maturity to do that. AWS being obviously one of the largest targets in the world because everybody's hosting on them or most people are hosting on them or Microsoft or IBM or Oracle, but Amazon is definitely the biggest. So there you go. I'll shut up now. That is your news of the day, but heads up Twitter users. You're not as secure as you think. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter where I might be shadow banned or banned. And uh, also, please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay private. Thanks, everyone.